You are now entering the Bloodless. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. 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 You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Why do I always forget to say I am your co-host, Kevin Held? Like, right <laughs> after the thing. This is only episode, what, 11 or something that we've put down. I, we're, still, we're still learning. We're, we're just still... new to this, people. Yeah. Give, us a, give us a break. We're doing great. Give one me of, a break. One of us is half deaf and this is audio. Leave Brittany alone! <laughs> 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 Did you see her at the Glad Awards recently or something? No. Or was it, was it, it was some I awards. Have, I am actually in, inordinately proud of the fact that I have never seen Britney Spears live at all. I've never seen her live either. Mm-hmm. I just saw... Oh, like a tape a of a picture? thing? No, like a, it was like a picture of her on the award carpet. No, I didn't She's just that. wearing a tiny glittery thing. Okay. Was... Isn't she always wearing a tiny glittery thing? Hey. You know, people pay thousands of dollars for, like, VIP access. To see like, tiny glittery things? It, well, not just that, but they watch the show, and then there's, like, 30 seconds with Britney. And you get a photo and something like that. That's it? Yeah. How much they pay? Thousands. No. Yeah. I make a movie with that. Yeah. And then I'll become Britney. Okay, that's a good plan. And then people can pay me thousands see, to see me good. wear a tiny glittery thing. It's important to have goals. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then I can shave my head and hit my car with an umbrella. Yeah, sure, because this is 2005. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of movies, though, I just got to say, I'm super jazzed. We just had a reading for the next movie that Jason is directing and producing and writing and, and I'm starring in. Yeah. <laughs> called... that we're star- okay, fine. We're starring in together. It's called Out of Bite. Well, this was, uh, this was kind of a vehicle that I kind of rode around you, to be honest. I, I, uh, I know. I was being... <laughs> I was being as humble as I can be, but I get to I get to boast about it. Yeah, no, for, that's fine for you. For those of you that don't know, don't do this. Kevin Held, um, he is without a doubt one of the funniest men in show business. And if you're not on the Kevin Held train, right. you're late and you missed the train. <laughs> now I'm suggesting run and train. get on the damn train. Well, that's very sweet of you. Choo choo. <laughs> That's that's your hole. <laughs> I, was, I was doing a train. You're doing you farting. Well, the the, <laughs> the train has to go somewhere. That's your hole. Long you, train again. With again with you and your just giant floppy hole. It's dark and warm. Oh, how lovely. Ah, it's hard to find the bright side in this conversation right now. Oh, no, I'm pretty no. sure my hole's a bright side. Boy. I don't know. It's pretty dark and dank in there. <laughs> That's what the word on the screen, the screen is. Yeah, dank. That's the scuttlebutt. Yeah. It's on all the bathroom stalls. Mm-hmm. Beware the dank train hole. Mm-hmm. With your number. <laughs> I wrote it myself. I know. <laughs> You've gone around to all the public toilets. Free advertising. Like Sherman Oaks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so hey, everybody, you're on the bright side, and what we're going to do is we're going uh, to decide that there's enough bad news in the world. Right? Yeah, there's enough of it. There's enough. We don't need any more. No, so, but we are we are going to talk about some bad oh, shit. Of course, because it's, uh, this is the second part of a two-parter. Oh, yeah, uh, and but but respecting the first part of all of our episodes, let's not jump into the meat of the episode until we've done the bright spot. I can't wait for the bright spot. Don't forget about the bright spot. I never forget about the bright spot. How could you forget about the bright spot? I, I didn't. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we're going to talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah. So every week, of course, we uh, we start the show with uh, something we call the bright spot, which is something that's going on in the news uh, right now or around now uh, that we can just take ho- heart from and take hope in. Hope from? Uh, yes, we're going to take hope. <laughs> All right. We're making words for you too. And this one, I, I found this actually. My husband referred this to me because he's a very he's a bright spot in my life for sure, uh, but yeah. also uh, helps me. Not just get into Schadenfreude, which sometimes I like to do, um, but he showed me this uh, article, and uh, I think it's just—it's just—it's really just lovely. Um, there is a so Girl Scout cookies. That's something we can all get behind, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody appreciates child labor, first of all. <laughs> Um, They're learning ethics. Yeah, sure. And, and that adults have none and make them work. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy lesson. Uh, but there is a. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you were a Girl Scout. 
but um, <laughs> traditionally, <you> know? <laughs> traditionally, you know, they are uh, someone's a den mother, okay, right, and they're housed in a home, right? So somebody hosts them at a home. They all live in a home together. No, no, the Girl Scouts no don't oh. live in a home together. Okay, you were not a Girl Scout. No, okay. I was not. <laughs> um, so there is a troop in New York City, okay. right? Which is probably already tough to be a Girl Scout like in New York City. Like Troop Beverly Hills, except like Troop Manhattan. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but this is actually a Girl Scout troop that is comprised of girls who live in homeless shelters. What? Yes, Troop 6000. All the girls live in homeless shelters all around the city. And they, uh, it was formed in 2017. And one thing that defines a Girl Scout troop is the Girl Scout cookies, right? Right. But you've got to have storage. For Girl Scout cookies. You've got to have transportation for Girl Scout cookies. You've got to have this like logistical stuff because right. they have to be delivered to somebody and then you go out and you sell them around, right? right. These girls don't have that. So what do they do, right? Because obviously we can't, uh, we can acknowledge that they deserve to have the Girl Scout experience if they want it, right? Of course. Um, and they want the ability to sell cookies, right? So they didn't have it. But finally, they've worked it out with a donation of space from Kellogg's NYC Cafe in Union Square that they got together and got a booth right there, right? And so they're selling right there at the uh, uh, Kellogg's NYC Cafe, and this happened a little earlier in the month. Wait. They had a goal of selling 6,000 boxes over, like, two weekends, and by the end of the first weekend, they had to revise it to 12,000 because they had completely (laughs) outshot. And people really came together, and they supported these girls. I cannot believe that. I mean... I can because oh sure here's the thing New Yorkers we get a uh, we you live in somewhere I will now I Van Nuys <laughs> I'm not playing this game anymore some you kind live in of Van asshole you live in Van Nuys oh. and I'm the asshole. You live in Van Nuys, and I'm the asshole. <laughs> so, here's the thing. When I lived in New York, people always gave me shit for, like, New Yorkers are so jaded, you're such a dick, every New Yorker's a dick. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that, like, New Yorkers are only dicks because we have places to be. <laughs> we just, like, we gotta get somewhere. But when we find out that something's happening, we need to rally against again with people mm-hmm. and, and, and help, New Yorkers come out. And so yeah. I'm, I'm really happy you to hear... You certainly did. I, <laughs> I come out every day. <laughs> I'm like, good morning, world, I'm gay. Yeah, and I just think that that's just lovely. I think it's just lovely with no real... I mean, the downside, of course, is they don't have homes. But here's the thing. I hope that this leads to bright futures for them yeah. and figuring out how to be entrepreneurs. Well, and even like... one girl one girl in one of the troops uh, said that, you know, she thought that the... That when they moved into the shelter, it was going to be a completely negative experience. But because of the Girl Scouts and because of also this like rallying neighborhood support, uh, it's bec- it's a very positive experience. At least this segment of it. So yeah, like it is changing things for them. And it's um, I just thought it was something to highlight because it's a really beautiful thing that people did. Yeah, they found a really great thing in a pretty unfortunate situ- situation. Absolutely, because you can find they're like Cadbury eggs. They come out once a year, you know, and you can find them a lot of places, but. For the Girl Scout cookies, it's important who you support. Right. You know, and I think that, that it's really, really great that these people went out of their way and went to that place and supported those kids. You know that um, I'm going to take a turn with this. Oh, there were some fun. really smart Girl Scouts who have stationed oh, yeah. things outside of uh, pot stores. That's right. Colorado and California, yep. like, yeah, we are, uh, with the recreational pot use, the uh, Girl Scout cookies are <laughs> booming. Yeah. <laughs> people basically go in, get their stash, come yeah. out. And get their stash. Not, you know what? Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm gonna be the naysayer on this though. I think it's the I, I think it's the noest no brainer in the entire world to station yourself outside of a pot dispensary. But I like, just love for, the, for munchies. If I you're selling munchies, the, the, they know to do that. Well, sure, of course they know to do that. They all have parents who get high <laughs> recreationally or at least medicinally because they have kids, <laughs> so they need it. Oh yeah, I I hope to have. Kids, maybe someday. I hope that you are stoned with kids someday. That'd be fun. <laughs> I feel like that's a terrible. I did. I take it back. <laughs> a terrible future. For I never everyone. said that. I never said that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, anyway, so that's uh, yeah. That was this week's bright spot. I hope you enjoyed it. I really did. I'm glad Thank you me. seemed like you did. did. Your face looked like you enjoyed it. Well, it, there's so much shitty news. I know. Really. <laughs> It's nice when I, because I never find those. Uh huh. So I'm well, glad it's my you job find them. to find them. Yeah. All right. So let's. Why don't you tell me about some it's, shitty? It's my it, job it, to search for the worst <laughs> of the worst. <laughs> that's right. And that's how you found me. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, incorrect. You're the best of the best. Oh. So we're in part two. 
Yeah, right. This is a two-parter. London catastrophe. I know. So last time, when 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 we left our our poor pathetic Londoners, <laughs> at least at least the king had returned. Well, yeah, the, there was a plague, uh-huh. and uh, sure. and and what we know is that basically in 1665, like you know, eighty thousand people died or something like that, and two hundred thousand people in the country died. It's just really bad. That's bad. So sure. In after the next, if you want to look at it, that after way. the Great Plague, there the following year there was another sort of a purge, shall mm-hmm. we say? Mm-hmm. In September, uh, from September second to September fifth, roughly four fifths of the city burned down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. No, this is the London Fire. Yeah, I've heard of the London Fire. It happened after, right after the bubonic. Literally plague? right after after the plague. <laughs> yes, and then the fire. So, and then everyone's like, maybe not London no more. Yeah. Oh my God. So, as we learned from the last episode, yeah. London's like super crowded, sure. and the streets are not anymore. Super... <laughs> not by 1865 or 1665. Uh, 1666. Yeah, it it, it they're super narrow. It's filthy, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a guy named John Evelyn who's okay. a writer, a gardener, and a diarist. Okay. Um, oh, he's right. He's right up your alley, isn't he? I know. You don't you feel a kinship with with Mr. John Evelyn. I haven't written a diary, though. I feel like it would be literally just like... But you're a writer and a gardener. Rage at our administration. <laughs> and, like, and, and like a blip of joy of like, I got to be naked in my garden. And sure. then like another blip of rage as something goes wrong with mm-hmm. the house. And then blip of joy as I fix it. Well, then good. I think it's as boring as that sounds. It's probably good that you don't have a diary. I know. <laughs> well, it would probably sell like fucking hotcakes. <laughs> Read the psycho. Oh, when there's, if there's pictures. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Uh, oh, and for those who are worried from last week, my gate is fixed. I fixed it. Oh, thank God. That was a cliffhanger. I know. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't lead with that. Oh, you did get a splinter. I can't get it out. He's showing me his splinter right now. It's very tiny. It's very small. It hurt. So, okay. So, John Evelyn, who Mm -hmm. is my kinship from ancient London, Mm -hmm. um, compared London to the uh, Baroque magnificence of Paris. Oh. He called London a wooden, northern, and inartificial congestion of houses hmm. and expressed alarm about all the fire hazards that the, were posed in the... Oh. Yeah. So he compared it negatively to yeah. the Baroque magnificence of Paris. Yeah. I see. He's okay. like, Paris is fucking awesome. It's like the, the, the Paris of the West. <laughs> it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the non-Paris of the northern east. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Uh, uh, something else I learned, London is originally a Roman settlement. What? It was originally a Roman settlement back really? when Roman Empire was at its biggest. Okay. And, very uh, biggest. It's yeah, very... they they were huge. They were so... Romans are huge. Yeah. Yeah. And they tag team. That would even plug your hole. Yeah. That's how oh. big... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the whole militia is in there. Oh my god, that's actually what they're called—the whole militia for you, <laughs> for you. <laughs> Bring the oh. whole new meaning to turtling. Oh, could they do the, like the turtle thing where they have the shields up in a turtle formation so they don't get hit by arrows? Wow! But if they're going in and out of the, that's a anyway. great joke that you had to explain for a while. <laughs> for a while, before yeah. I understood it. So yeah. basically, the the city was built within these walls, right? Roman walls. These in Sherman Oaks? Ah, the, the <laughs> walls. Okay. <laughs> so the inner wall section of the city housed about 80,000 people, uh, roughly one-sixth of the population. Okay. And, uh, you know, basically everyone who died of a plague. Um, right, sure. And uh, I learned that King Charles II actually didn't live in London proper, but in Westminster, which was just outside of London, okay. but it's now a borough of London. Okay. So I guess it's now part of London, but at the time it wasn't. Yeah, all right. So, like, it's a lot. It's like a mile away. Okay. Or something sure. like that. I mean, that's what they were... I don't know. At the time, that took like 45 days to get across. I'm sure. I, yeah. I was a mile? reading yeah. a map, and it was very confusing. Now so. it's on the tube, and you're there. <sighs> the tube. <laughs> Another nickname for you. <laughs> it's long and wobbly. Um <laughs> So he didn't often go to the city because the prior king, his dad, King Charles I, got executed by the oh, people. Oh, so memories. Sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Memories of the time my dad's head got cut off. <laughs> In the moonlight. <laughs> Basically, Charles I made a power grab and the people said, fuck you, and kicked him out of living. 
out of living. Yeah. <laughs> we fire you from world. <laughs> so the, uh, and the city magistrates were the people who fought in the war, and they didn't really like the king either. Okay. So they're like, nobody really likes each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he left during the plague, so nobody's happy. Yeah. There was a lot about this whole civil war, but I didn't want to go into that because this is about the fire. Sure. So um, yeah. basically this, this animosity, though, would bite the magistrates in the ass a little okay. bit later, which is kind of fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. That's the thing with me. Yeah. Nibble, nibble. Ah. Uh, so anyway, the city is so poorly built that it's no stranger to fires, right? Oh, sure. So the homes are built from oak, and the poor would often cover their homes with tar, mm. which kept the rain out, but I guess it's flammable. Tar? I guess so. Flammable? That was what the articles kept saying. Crazy. Something- Why? Because it's made from uh, fossil fuels? Oh, is that what it... Ridiculous. So wait, so, so do roads, like, catch on fire? All the time. Seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> well, you don't you li- do you not live in the world where you can see like roads that are on fire? I, I don't know. They do no I don't know what I don't know. Well this anyway, they they made the houses. It's more like flammable. oil, but they're made of oil, like tar oh. has oil in it. So they are. Sure. Okay. But roads have other things in them that make them not flammable so much. Okay. Well yeah. this tar like was rocks. flammable. Great. Great. Not great. Well, Great for us because we get to talk well, about it. Well, great for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the homes are crowded together. The street's super narrow. Mm-hmm. So if one home caught fire, it was going to spread quickly. Sure. Um, especially if there was wind. We've heard this story before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if it so make sure you don't fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a fucking, happy fire. Uh, uh, like a flamethrower out of my ass. <laughs> Everybody run. Why? He's got gas. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) It's literally gas, too. Oh, my poor husband. Okay, so if it wasn't bad enough that people lived there and cooked, like, because that's a flammable fire hazard right there, uh, there's a ton of new businesses starting in London, like, such as foundries, smiths, etc., which are, like, giant fire hazards. Yeah, sure. So it's, like, nothing but flames. And this is the 1660s, so it's, like, not a lot of fire code. Or regulation or Or, anything. Yeah, Yeah. or intelligence or anything. Right. Any of that stuff. So if that wasn't bad enough... There's these homes on the riverfront that are also filled with tons of combustible and flammable materials inside, like black powder. What? Um, the Tower of London itself had about 600 tons, tons. of black powder in it. Of, like, gunpowder. Yeah. Oh, fine. That's, that was, that's fine. They had that much because of the Civil War thing, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So I'm saying, I don't know. Sure. Okay, so firefighting back then was not nothing. They did no. have something. Yeah. They had something in place. Yeah, rain dances. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't have firemen or police. But no, they exactly. Had, yeah, but they, they had, had dowsing rods and, and, and prayer. Yeah. Sure. God will save us. Yeah, they had a drizzly climate, so yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, they had a, a city army, basically, that would go around and, like, they were trained and they were, like, called these, like, watchmen or bellmen mm-hmm. who'd walk the streets at night to make sure there's no fires happening. Oh, all right. And if a fire happened, they'd be like, there's a fire! Yeah. Oh, that is good firefighting. Yeah, the fire. That's great. And then everyone would run and help fight the fire. Sure. Um, With what? Taunting it? <laughs> Go out, fire! They would Nobody punch likes it and you. It didn't work. You're filled with nothing but oxygen. <laughs> you You're all just hot air. Yeah. Get it? Get it? Get it? <laughs> I was like, Cecil, shut up. <laughs> it's not helping. Oh, I thought that was a good one, mate. <laughs> it was a good one, but we need to stop this fire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just hot air. <laughs> So the the local church bell would start to ring. People would start running around like mad. Like I just think of like little ants. Like the, if you the accidentally... phone would ring. No, no, like the church bell. Bell, great. Did okay. I say phone? No, I thought oh. you said phone. I'm like, isn't it the 1600s? Okay, ring, ring. It's a fire what bitch. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a witch burner. Oh no, there's a new fire. <laughs> so. At this time, the law was that each church had to have a long ladders, uh, leather buckets, fire hooks, and stuff to, like to pull down the, the the buildings to make fire breaks and axes. Okay. So like they've got these giant all hooks. the churches have all the churches have to oh, have interesting. them. Interesting. I also love the idea of like leather buckets. Mm, I like, bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> I got a leather bucket. I'm wearing leather buckets. Sounds like a horror movie villain. Like a well, there's leather face. I guess like a, a daddy dom who Maybe. walks around and like yeah. buckets people. Or leather that, buckets. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck at you with mm. leather. Uh, so, daddy. Yeah, if there's a really tall building in the path of the fire, <laughs> like a, like a tall one, mm-hmm. they would use gunpowder to blow it up. 
Oh, God, not this again. No, <laughs> as we have heard before, <laughs> in a certain other fire in the Paris of the West, sure, yeah. uh, gunpowder does not work well. Now, the difference is they don't have gas lines here. Oh, so all right, fine. It, that was why it didn't work as well in San Francisco. In sure. San Francisco, they're like exploding things next to open gas lines. Like and gas mains. And yeah. they're like, why is it catching it working? Yeah. <laughs> But it was common practice for them to create fire breaks back then, and often homes would be torn down with these fire hooks. So sure. basically, they're just like human bulldozers. And to make it fun, they would like play a gong first and yeah. be like, ah, bong, <laughs> play him out, <laughs> tear down the building. Oh, like a, like a, like a hook. Like the Apollo. Right, they take the hook. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone's like, boo, break that house, boo. Mm-hmm, exactly. I just, I wanted you to feel what it was like to tell a terrible joke that you had to explain. My life. <laughs> now, they also had an early water pipe system in the city at this time. Cool. I did not know that. I thought that they were just, like, shitting in the streets, and I didn't know. It's mm-hmm. the 1600s. Well, you can have a water tower and still shit in the streets. But you could do both. Yeah. You could do it now. It's not like one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a water tower at Cornhill, which uh, filled up from a river when it was at high tide. Mm-hmm. And the pipes also got water from a reservoir. Okay. Uh, I just like the idea that there's a water tower that fills up at high tide. It's like mm-hmm. when it goes to low tide, then they're just going to empty. Oh, sure. Isn't that just like a tidal pool or yeah. something? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Good job. Okay. Anyway, they, they figured it out. I don't know. They're, I guess. They're, they're the scientists. Um Okay, so often you could open a pipe near a burning building, help attach hoses, and fill the water buckets. Oh, that's... Fill them leather buckets that's up. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm going to fill them up with liquid. <laughs> just, you're just saying literally what they're trying to do. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to fill these with water, and then we're going to toss the water on the fire to get, get rid of that hot air. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you just explaining exactly what firefighting is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. They also had fire engines, um, oh. but they weren't really like They didn't engines. have engines. I know. <laughs> but they were like used in bigger fires. Uh-huh. But here's a great quote from Wiki. Quote, however, unlike the useful fire hooks, these large pumps had rarely proved flexible or functional enough to make much difference. Only some of them had wheels. Others were mounted on wheelless sleds. Hey. And they had to be brought a long way, tended to arrive too late, and had a limited reach with spouts but no delivery hoses. Oh. End quote. So, like, they've got these useless giant things that they, like, are carting around But the at city. least it takes, like, 20 guys that aren't fighting the fire to bring it. Right. So, fine. Okay, so so now that we know a little bit about, like, fire history, right? Oh, sure. in addition to that, uh, I, forgot, I almost forgot. If fire was near the river, then people would line up in a line and pass their leather buckets up and down. Sure, okay. It was like... Yeah, give me that leather bucket I got filled with water. I, I, that's literally just what I'm doing. to the next person. That's what, just literally Here's what... the water bucket. Why do you narrate everything? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fire. It's burning that building. <laughs> okay, so let's go to 1666. Here we go. In 1664 and 1665, it rained a ton in London, right? Oh, good. But then at the end of the really hot and wet 1665 plague, mm-hmm. it, got a, it had a drought. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, never mind. I take it back. It's, yeah. like, you're, it's also, it's plague and it's raining yeah, a ton. And a drought. And everyone's like, I'm thinking maybe we go to South France. Yeah, Boca Vuitton. <laughs> yeah, maybe Boca. Maybe Boca. I'm thinking Boca. Um, so these super close dry wooden buildings filled with flammable explosives were primed and ready. Yeah. I'm also primed and ready. What? Yeah. Good to go. Well, yeah. Leather buckets. Ready to go. So don't leave the house without being primed and ready. Of course. I'm not going to ask what that was supposed to be. I think I know, though. I think you know. On September 2nd, Sunday morning, just after midnight, Thomas Fariner's Bakery caught fire. Shit. Now, here's another little fact about the homes back then in London. Okay. They were built in a way that the upper layers of the buildings were, like, almost touching. Okay. That way they could maximize the space in small city. Like small footprint kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the lower room for a street, but then it goes like, oh, and sure. like touches it. It's like like arches. Yeah, okay. But that meant that the building could spread the fire more quickly because it had easier jumps. Look, I know how STDs work, okay? <laughs> Believe it, me. It's burning. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> and it won't stop. It's spreading and it burns. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Why do you narrate everything? Where's the leather buckets? <laughs> I need the liquid to make it stop burning. I kind of like that voice. Yeah. That? Don't ever do it again. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one who does. 
<laughs> so, uh, okay, so now everyone says that Thomas Farner's Bakery was on Pudding Lane. But well, that's a great place to open a bakery. I know, right? Oh. But HistoryExtra.com disputes that and says it was just off of Pudding Lane. Who cares? Okay, either uh, way, it's close, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and Pudding Lane's also Let's right say, by the river. Yeah, okay, thank you, HistoryExtra.com. It was like a special but bonus. Guy. Shut up, because... <laughs> If you're going to have a bakery on Pudding Lane, let that be just a perfect thing in history, okay? Thanks. I mean, he's not the perfect man. He started a fire that, like, I'm wiped out. he was perfect, but <laughs> if you're going to be a baker, you're going to open up on Pudding Lane. On, uh, yeah, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! Yeah. The one on Dreary Lane? I do. Oh. Sure. His, his name's John. I, oh. Mm-hmm. He's the Muffin Man. Look at that Muffin Man! He's just carrying muffins! Mm-hmm. That's he's what walking he down the street carrying muffins. What's your problem? He's a sweet guy. Oh my god, he's got muffins. I know, but he's a sweet guy. Oh, look, now he's eating a muffin. Yeah, don't you want muffins? I do, but like, look, he's eating well, a muffin. Stop, he's licking like... the crumbs off of his face. Why didn't stop carrying <laughs> him again? <laughs> so, basically, uh, he didn't put out the oven's flames properly. Thomas and... Fariner. Thomas Fariner. Right, because you're about to, you're like maligning the Muffin Man right now, and I won't have it. Right, right. And so, oh, and uh, Pudding Lane was also by the London Bridge. Okay. Which had homes on it at the time. And was falling down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was also the only way to, on the river to cross the other side of the city, but it was called something different back then. It wasn't okay. really London. I don't know. Whatever. It's London now. Okay. So he didn't put out the oven properly, and mm-hmm. sparks shot out, which lit the dry firewood next to him, next to the oven. Mm-hmm. And then a fire started, and it went from, like, bad to, like, really bad really quickly. <laughs> okay. So Thomas and his family were trapped at the top of their house. Oh, no. Yeah. And from what I uh, could read on various sites, Thomas and his family basically, like, escaped through their top window into a neighbor's top window, like, you know, touching houses uh-huh. kind of thing. Sure. But the maid was freaked out and wouldn't leave, so she died. Oh. Well. So he, like, killed his maid inadvertently. Right. I think many other people do, though. Uh, well, actually, at the, they they say that like only six people died. Whoa! In this fire. Spoiler alert. Well, there's going to be some controversy. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. love that. So it's a spoiler. That's hashtag not really a spoiler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so by this time, neighbors are trying to put out this fire, but to no avail. Uh-huh. Um, people start right, because their firefighting really is for shit. Yeah. Okay. They're like, oh, here's my leather bucket. Here's a leather bucket. Yeah, I'm handing you a leather bucket. Oh, I like your leather bucket. Oh, but by the time it gets to me, I don't have any water in it. Oh my god, your leather bucket's empty. Go back to the river. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to the river with my leather bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, people just start deciding that tearing down other homes is the right way to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we can't put it out, so let's start ripping oh, shit down. Oh my god, that's amazing. Create those fire breaks. Um, but the homeowners were like, fuck you, you're not tearing down my house. Sure. Put the fire out. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Right. So the Lord Mayor, Thomas Bloodworth, was summoned. Yes. Okay, so he shows so, up. Oh, summon Thomas Bloodworth. Yeah. Mm. So they summon him, and he shows up, like, pissed off. Well, he's what's like, he got to be pissed off about? He's really pissed off. Like, they woke him up in the middle of the night. Fuck you, and Thomas Bloodworth. And he's like, put it out. So what? So... You know. Well, he basically decided this against... your job. <laughs> well, here's the best part. He de- What he decided right now mm-hmm. cost the city everything. Oh, boy. So he decided... Because he was pissed? Yeah. All right. He, he decided against tearing down the home because oh. most of the actual owners weren't there to actually talk about it. Where were they? I don't know. Elsewhere. They're rich. Oh. And so he's like, they're not here. We can't tear down their homes without permission. We're not going to do it. Oh. And then they pr- the firemen are like, don't. You've got to do this. And, mm-hmm. he's, and when they pressed him... And he's it's like it's heading towards the paper warehouses and the riverfront is full mm-hmm. of flammable shit and like powder and yeah. yeah. And he replied literally, "quote pish, a woman might piss it out." End well, quote. Pish, a woman might piss it out. I'm going back to bed. Yeah, don't wake me up unless it's a real man. <laughs> Basically, wow, that was his response. Okay, he an asshole. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the Lord Mayor is only elected for one year at a time. Yeah, not, not, and I'm thinking in seven in 1667 he was no longer the Lord Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeesh. So. They had so many fires, right? And normally the city could handle it. Mm-hmm. And like, and he didn't think it was going to get that bad. A woman might piss it out? Yeah. Though? Don't you think men would be better? I, look, look. There's, I, I, I'm, I'm a feminist. I love women. But I just think that men are better at projectile peeing than women are. It's true. Well, I think he was trying to do a double backhanded slap where oh. he hit women and he hit the fire. And he oh. hit the men being like, you're cowardly, not even as good as a woman. Oh, so sweet. It's like, uh, he, you are cowards. a misogynistic asshole to these men. Love it. Yeah. yeah, he's not a good person or politician or politician. <laughs> <laughs> a woman might piss it out, mate. Uh, you, that was my aristocratic. Yeah, you lost my vote. Really? <laughs> Why is everyone cockney for you? 
Cheese. <laughs> so, <laughs> cheese, grommet the cheese. All right, go. They had <laughs> so shortly after the fire started, uh, over three hundred homes caught a blaze. Oh. Pudding Lane was, of course, near the river, so the guys uh, should have been doing that river bucket line thing, but they didn't. They started freaking out. Oh, here's a quote from History.com: Sparks from Farriner's Bakery leapt across the street and set fire to straw and fodder in the stables of the Star Inn. From the mm-hmm. inn, the fire spread to Thames Street, where riverfront warehouses were packed full with flammable materials such as tallow for candles, lamp oh. oil, spirits, and coal. Ooh. These stores lit a flame or exploded, transforming Ooh. the fire into an uncontrollable blaze. Bucket-bearing locals abandoned their futile efforts at firefighting and rushed home to evacuate their families and save their valuables. Yeah, they're like fucking. I'm out. Yep. Yeah, it's too big. Nope. Mm-mm. They're like, you know what? I'm going to leave my bucket and I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to go. And... Look at me. I'm walking home and I'm getting my things. Look at me. I'm picking up my things. <laughs> I'm leaving the city. Oh <laughs> That's so crazy. Okay, so basically the homes were all touching and almost touching, so it was hopping streets quickly and people were panicking yeah, at this point. Yeah, sure. Uh, they abandoned the fight and fled. Uh-huh. So there's another man named Samuel Pep... Peppies? Pep... Pep- I looked it up last night and I forgot it. Pe- okay, Pepe. Sure, Pepe's, Peppies. Okay, whatever. He was he was very chipper. He, he was person. a mu- sure. <laughs> chip chip cheerio, mate. I'm some of Peppies. He's like a chip like monk, a- I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was a muckety muck with the royalty, mm-hmm. and he helped King Charles II as Chief Secretary to the Admiralty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, went to the top of the Tower of London, mm-hmm. and he wrote about how the fire was so big now that it had reached the li- riverfront. The London Bridge homes were now burning. That's yeah, right. Uh, the result, you know, very brave though, actually, because if you're if you're like near a fire, I think you don't want to be at the top of something tall. Oh, I know. Uh, you know. Well, he needed to do his job. Sure. So here's a quote from Wiki. He was. Quick up those stairs, too. It's yeah. peppy. <laughs> One, five, five seven, seven, nine, nine. Yeah. Fibonacci um, sequence with him. Yeah. One, five, seven, fourteen. Ah! <laughs> Quote, the uh, resulting conflagration. Conflagration. Conflagration? Is that really how you say it? Yeah, oh. I love that word. What does that word mean? Fire. Oh. Conflagration. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut off the firefighters from the immediate water supply from the river and set alight the water wheels under London Bridge, which pumped water to the Cornhill Water Tower. Oh. The direct access to the river and the supply of piped water failed together. Oh, End quote. no. The fire, like, burned the things pumping water to, to the, the firefighting <laughs> effort? Oh, <laughs> That's like, that's like, now it's just being a bitch. <laughs> oh it's my like, god. Hey guys, look, I'm like burning everything. Look, I'm the fire. Yeah. Okay, and first thing is, I really like being here, so I'm gonna actually destroy the mechanisms that you might have to put me out. Hey, maybe, do that real quick. maybe don't do that. No, I'm I, gonna do it real quick. Okay, well, I'm just gonna get a bunch of women, they're gonna come pee on you, okay? No, I just did it, so it's too late. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I just burned the London Bridge. No. So... What I love about this, though, is that I read that while people were panicking and running away, the people who lived outside of the city walls came in to watch the show. Sure. Popcorn. <laughs> you, get the, you get up on the walls. Mm. Oh, my God. It's really bad. Well, here's my favorite part. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a word. Well, and this is the best part. All these people were the people who got hammered by the plague. Uh-huh. Now they're coming watching the people like, who did Oh, whose turn is it now? Yeah. Oh, look, Jimmy. Oh, look. oh, look. That's the little bitch that kicked me while I had the plague. Hand me the Reese's Pieces, <laughs> would you? Yes, here you go. Chip, chip. Thank you. Chip, chip. Oh, there's Samuel Peppies. Uh, <laughs> he's by. so quick. But, uh, you know, I can't blame him for wanting to watch that. A little schadenfreude, reverse oh, yeah. karma. I mean, it's human. Very human. So, okay, by this point, people are fleeing in such numbers that they're now taking boats to cross the river because they're, like, freaking sure. the fuck out. And, yeah. of course, the bridge is on fire, and they can't use it. Right. So, uh, at this time, it's about midday Sunday. So, I saw the stupidest shirt I've ever seen, probably. Okay. It said, may the bridges I burn light the way. But. You burn the bridge. Behind you. I guess it'd be have have to be just a really big fire to light the way in front of you. Are you but like are you burning a bridge and walking down the river? That's no, I'm asking. And that's what I'm saying is burning a bridge and then walking away from it, right? But there's only a certain amount of distance you can get where the light from that fire will still light your way. So then you've got to burn another bridge. So I think it's a really self-destructive way to go. Yeah, I'm not a fan of burning bridges if you can avoid it. No, because you may need to use that bridge, right? Because that's what they're for. You maybe want to put a gate up. 
Sure, a gate up. Yeah, and then gates work. and then when you're ready to open the gate, you can mm-hmm. open it. Because if you burn the bridge, then you need a boat every time. Right. And or to rebuild the bridge, like that's a way harder. Mm-hmm. Helicopter, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I want to go in a helicopter. Those are scary. Helicopters are scary? Yeah. I really want to go in a helicopter. You really do? I really do. I feel like... I'm going right now. Oh. Bye. Bye. Look, he's in a helicopter. All right. We're cutting all this. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so... Okay, okay, so so they're taking boats to get across the bridge, mm-hmm. uh, and now it's midday Sunday, and mm-hmm. the king summons Peppies to go to him. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> to tell him what he saw. Oh, I just summoned you. Well done. Well yeah. done. <laughs> the king uh, ordered that all homes be demolished in the path of the fire, no matter what. Oh, my God. He's but, uh, sir, the palace is uh, in the path of the fire. Oh, well, uh, never mind. Oh, homes, not palaces. I, I didn't say palaces, did I? Yeah. It's, not, it's much more than a home. Yeah. A house. It's a garrison, too. <laughs> a palace is not a home. It has a movie theatre. Without Pepe's sitting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a palace, it's not a home. <laughs> a kingdom is not a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll tear down the other houses. Yes. yes. Okay. His song, his, his singing was so moving to Pepe. <laughs> totally was. Um, so, so Pepe heads back to the city to talk to the Lord Mayor Bloodworth. <laughs> but there's so many people fleeing at this point with literally everything they own. They're like, everyone's moving all at once. Mm-hmm. It's like move out day at a college dorm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's like any disaster movie where, yeah. like, one side of the freeway is just jammed, jammed and the other side. Well, and, and in addition to that, it's, like, jammed, but, like, people are bringing their, like, bed. Mm-hmm. They're carrying their bed on sure. them. And, and so he, so Peppy has had to get out of his carriage it's and like walk. like the nodding hillbillies. <laughs> 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 Ma, we gotta get out of here. There's a fire. <laughs> uh, just we should never have moved from Oklahoma. <laughs> I thought it'd be better than them tornadoes. Same shit, different place. <laughs> and then those fires. Oh, oh. So, so he. Um, at this point, people are not starting to store their furniture in the churches mm-hmm. uh, because most of those buildings were, like, fireproof because they're made of stone, so they thought, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was more distance between them than the other buildings. Mm-hmm. But the fire's getting so big, so churches started burning, so Oops. people kept moving their things. They're, oh like, they put it in a church. Just and leave. Like, Just leave. Yeah. How's that hard? Just go. Well, I mean, if you think about then, like, replacing stuff was hard. You your stuff. Yeah, well, not, but still. You had to make your chairs. Who you want to sit down and make a chair? Oh, sure. But who wants to take their stuff over to the church and then leave town? I don't like it. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, so Pepe is walking once he got to St. Paul's Cathedral, and mm-hmm. he finally found Bloodworth and uh, relayed the tear down the building's message from the king, to which Bloodworth uh, replied that they were doing it, but the fire's oh, too big. now you're back on board. Sure. Yeah. Well, and he's like, and Pepe's also mentioned that Bloodworth looked like a fainting woman. Oh, maybe she should start peeing herself. <laughs> well, here's the thing I love. I love that everyone in this fucking story is like, women are terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not the one who made yeah, all the bad decisions. Every bad decision like, was by a Literally man. every decision that was wrong in this story is man Okay, sure. So, except for the maid. Except for the, well... She should have gone across. Yeah, but it, she wouldn't have had to go across if the guy didn't burn on the building. All right, sure. Yeah. Well, okay. Sure. Yeah. Israel started it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Pepe said the king also offered to Lord Mayor the use of the Royal Guard, and Bloodworth said fuck off of that. Oh, well, hello. Because he didn't like, he didn't want him to have his Royal Guard take over the city. Oh. And it's like... So then Bloodworth... Uh, I, another bad idea. ...did the appropriate right. thing, and he then went home and went to bed. Sure. <laughs> sure. He's tired. You realize how early they got him up? <laughs> yeah, Come I know. On. It's Sunday. He hasn't been... Hard. Yeah. It's not. It's supposed to even be his day off, too. I know. It's Sunday. Uh, it's the Lord's Day. Like, I'm so tired of this. <laughs> Look, put out... Tear down what you need to. Put out the fire. I'm going home. I'm just saying, we've every woman's peed on it, and it's still going. Well... You know, literally, we've been holding women up and angling them and, and squeezing just shooting them. We just squeeze them. Some of them are screaming it's, and it's, it's just not working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> so by late afternoon, the fire was now creating its own weather pattern. Oh, we've heard of this before. Yep. That's and incredible. It was feeding itself with massive wind currents and fresh oxygen. Jeez. Pepe's went out into the river with his wife and friends to watch the fire. Okay. Um, quote, went near the fire as we could for smoke. Uh, and all over the Thames, with one's face in the wind, you were almost burned with a shower of fire drops. Ooh. Uh, end quote. And they decided... I it was pretty, though. I like, know. You know, terrifying, but yeah. pretty. Well, I mean, have you ever looked into a bonfire or, like, a fire before? Of course. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And, like, I can't stop one. It's terrible for your eyes, I'm sure. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. 
self-destructive habits. Uh, <laughs> so they decided to leave the river after mm-hmm. the fire drop became a bit too much for them. And then they went to a bar to watch. Well, sure. Yeah, they're they like, watched it on TV. Sure. I know. They're like going to a sports bar. Yeah, right. Oh! oh go! Oh. It's go! Oh. So at this point, the fire could be seen from like 30 miles away. Whoa, shit. At least like light from it. Okay. Okay, so we enter day two of the fire. Monday. Ooh. This day, all the houses on the London Bridge were burned down, and it was threatening to reach Southwark. Oh, I guess this is what London the name of the London Bridge was burning down? Yeah. Burning down? Burning, burning down? <laughs> London Bridge was burning down? My Fair Dandy. Oh. Was that the lyric? I forget. My Fair Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> London Bridge is burning down, burning My down, fair burning down. Lady. My Fair Dandy. No. <laughs> <laughs> play in the <laughs> musical and my fair lady come on me dandy okay we're gonna go on a walk moving on without leather buckets you don't know my fair lady and <laughs> i love my fair lady do you i do the rain in spain mm-hmm. anyway uh there was no rain here no so southwark uh is now part of london i guess i don't know Anyway, okay. I didn't make it there because there was a fire break from the last great fire in 1632, okay. which was a similar time for the last plague as well. Oh. Um, the fire did reach South Park, however. I'm seeing a pattern, and the pattern is London sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, fire reaches South Park. Okay. Anyway, from flying embers. Oh, sure. Uh, well, through this the is air. something we know very well in California, how yeah. that can happen. The people were ready, though, and they shut that shit down. Oh, okay. Southwark was like, we are not going to be just running and taking... This is our home. She's like, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I see you, you bitches over there. Mm-hmm. We got the leather buckets yeah. out yesterday. Yeah. Okay, yesterday, <laughs> honey. We filled them up to start... And le- like I can imagine, like a little ash comes and like, "Hey, bitch, I'm here." And uh-uh. just like, Put <laughs> yeah. it out. Put that shit out. It's like, oh... Mm. <laughs> At this point, the rich now are running to the bank area of the city because the fire was encroaching on it, and they didn't want their gold to melt away. Oh, my. So instead of fighting the fire, they grabbed the gold and ran. Okay. And, uh... I mean, look, that's exactly what I would do, too. Right. Well, this is the best part, also. There's a lot of best parts. Mm -hmm. At this point, people (laughs) are now suspecting it's an act of terrorism. Oh. Uh, They were at war with the Dutch at this point, and the French were allied with the Dutch. Oh, let's blame the French, for sure. So, people started kicking the shit out of anyone foreign. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I now understand why America has is xenophobic, <laughs> because we came from Britain, well, and they're all xenophobic. Sure. So, anyway, quote from Wiki, wow. quote, uh, there, There's a fire burning London now, let's kick, let's kick the Dutch guy's ass. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at that Frenchman. He looks like he needs his ass kicked. Wow. Get that leather bucket and Look, hit him with it. At least these people had their priorities, right? Yeah. You know? Kofenwiki, there were also religious alarms of renewed gunpowder plots. Suspicions rose to panic and a collective paranoia on Monday, and both the train bands and the Coldstream guards focused less on firefighting and more on rounding up foreigners, Catholics, and any odd-looking people, arresting them or re- rescuing them from mobs, or both, all together. Yeah, and the Catholics. I know. Sure. <laughs> oh my God. End quote. You're so about, you're so about hellfire. Why yeah. don't you try this one out? Yeah. So, okay, the riches we know are freaking out and trying to flee with all their things, so the poor... It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it. I mean, it sounds like people are really focused on maybe some of the wrong stuff oh, here. Oh, a lot of wrong... So this is the best part. Just the poor seize an opportunity uh-huh. with the rich freaking out, and they offered to help them move out. Oh, my God, for money. Uh, yeah, quote uh-huh. from Wiki, hiring a cart had cost a couple of shillings on a Saturday before the fire. <laughs> on Monday, it rose as much as 40 pounds. Sure. A fortune equivalent to more than 4,000 pounds in 2005. You know, quote. worth it if you're a rich guy. Oh, of course. You well, here's stuff. the thing. It's worth it. It's all their stuff. And, like, to the poor people, like, that's stimulating the economy, motherfucker. Sure. I mean, yes, we could call it gouging. Could also call it they're uh, rich entrepreneurial. Yeah. <laughs> they're rich. They can handle it. Uh, the amazing thing is that the magistrates ordered the city gates shut for people trying to flee the city because they wanted to encourage what? people to fight the fire. What? <laughs> what? what? They literally the shut the door. They shut the gate. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? And at this point, Bloodworth went missing. Um, we're leaving. Yeah. Don't you want to fight the fire? No, no, no. We want to leave with our lives. But the fire is still raging. Yes, that's why we're leaving. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm going to shut the gate now. No, no, if you'd let us just leave. No, no, oh, clang. I'm on fire now, the burning <laughs> myself now. Well, if you had fought the fire in the first place. I'm about to fight you. You should, <laughs> should have pissed on it. And death. <laughs> so, and, and this is the best part. Bloodworth went missing. Oh, sure. He he fled the sure, city. Are, are we sure he's not just napping? He fled the city. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he found an open gate, did he? Yeah. He jumped in the river and swam. I don't know. Some so bitch. he's supposed... 
Woo! You know, woo! Woo! Don't oh, like him. <laughs> Kevin's getting the vapors. Woo! I don't like that man. Someone give him a leather bucket. Don't like that man. Sploosh. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Much better. So, he's... Sp- I always feel better after being splooshed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bloodworth, as we know, is supposed to be leading the firefighting efforts, mm-hmm. but he, like, fled, and the king stepped in and set up with his brother James, the Duke of York, to take charge. Mm-hmm. James, along with the newly paid men, went around fighting the fire and helped saving people from mobs. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Charles actually joined a firefighting bucket line. The king? Yeah. Wonderful. The king was like, oh, and here I've got a bucket. Wonderful. Look at my leather bucket. I've got it, and I'm filling it with water. Mine's actually gold. Oh. There it goes. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I'd like to hold on to it if I yeah. could. Uh, that's not how a passing bucket line works, this Your Majesty. This bucket. Yeah, but it's gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, I love it. They're like doing fucking publicity photos. Yeah, shoot. I don't think he understands that <laughs> what's necessary here. All right. So he's on the, you know what? Props to him. He's yeah, on a fire He's brigade. washing pots and pants that have already been washed. Like, uh, sure. what's his name? The guy that's retiring, Paul Ryan. Okay, sure. So uh, Tuesday came and the fire grew even larger. This is like the biggest day of the fire. Okay. Fire breaks that had been created by James worked until the wind helped the flames jump the streets. Damn wind. In addition to that, St. Paul's Cathedral mm-hmm. was covered with scaffolding since oh, no. it was getting a facelift. And as a result, What's it the scaffolding down. made of? What? Wood. Metal? Mm. So, and of course, it wouldn't have burned down if it hadn't had wood. Sure. It was like really fireproof. Sure. The fire was so hot at this point, by the way. Quote, that acres of lead on the roof melted and poured down onto the street like a river and a great cathedral collapsed, end quote. That was from HistoricUK.com. What? Yeah. Um, St. Paul's Cathedral, like, collapsed? Yeah, and melted and everything, yeah. James then decided to use the gunpowder to explode a ton of homes in the path of the fire to create a much larger fire break. Okay. Uh, So now we enter Wednesday. All right. The winds died down and the fire break started to work. (gasps) But by this time, most of the city's in ruins. It's like, good news, bad news. Yeah. <laughs> good, good news, the fire stopped. The remaining four homes are going to be fine. Yeah. They actually have a list <laughs> of the buildings that survived the fire, and there's only like 12 of them. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like literally, like, and I don't even know how they survived to be Oh, honest, my God. Based on how they look. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Wednesday kind of turns into a shit show anyway, though, mm-hmm. because of all the chaos and explosion, people were on edge, mm-hmm. and that night... All the homeless people who were outside the city walls thought that the Dutch and the French were there to finish them off. They saw a light on the hill. Oh, God. So they freak out that they're going to be raped and killed. So they form a mob and start attacking anyone foreign. What? Yeah. And they, oh like, start trying God. to swarm back into this the city. The, this is yeah. the time to really work on your English accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am from Southwark myself. Yeah. <laughs> and you, governor. I would have been fucked. Yeah, you would. Good day, mate. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love that you're... I love that. That you use like an Australian accent. <laughs> well, they were in the Commonwealth. That would have worked. Yeah. I'm not that type of actor. You're like, bonjour. Bonjour. No. <laughs> bonjour. No. You say bonjour <laughs> in, in an English accent. <laughs> Still kill him. <laughs> so, um, wow. James and the king were finally able to calm everyone down, but the king's now like really worried about a full on revolution again. Mm-hmm. So he made sure they had food and water. He's also worried about where his golden bucket went, too. Right. He's it's, like, it's weighing heavily on his mind. Excuse me. Have you seen a golden bucket? Yeah. No, never seen it. Uh, don't know what you're talking about. The way you're the way you're looking at me makes me think that might you. No idea, oh. sire. But perhaps I could find it for say forty pounds. I can't tell if you're coming on to me as a bribe or you like want me to sleep with you for the bucket. Mm-hmm. Maybe you decide. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me, butt baby. <laughs> So, Bloodworth would not receive as much praise as the other guys. Uh, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> Wiki quote. After the city had been destroyed, Samuel Pepys looked back on the events and wrote in his diary on the 7th of September, 1666, <laughs> quote, People do all the world over cry out of the simplicity of the Lord Mayor in general, and more particularly in this business of the fire, laying it all upon him. Simplicity quote. being stupid. Yeah. Stupidity. Yeah, yeah okay. So they, we later figured out, like, the fire is so hot that it melted the iron gates, um, which have a melting point of 2,000, between 2,000 and 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez. Like, that's how hot that fire is. Okay. 
Londonfire.gov.uk estimates that the fire cost about ten million pounds in damage at the time. At the time, oh. and I think that the they, they said something about like the average London income was like twelve thousand pounds at the time. Oh. And I don't know if that's for like one person or for like the whole city because oh. it seems like a ton of money. But, I don't know. But anyway, they talked about how like only a few people died in the fire, right? But they suspect that way more than than accounted six were actually killed. Okay. They the, the people were basically like scavenging through the rubble. For valuables, mm. they wouldn't necessarily notice like a piece of bone. Like especially if it's that hot, it's melting metal. Melting all the people. Like it's yeah, the people are done. Sure. They actually think that it's more like hundreds to thousands of poor people perished in the fires, hiding in cellars and hiding in like alleyways that they couldn't escape. Et yeah. And that, like, and, but yeah. let's say six. Okay, six. Yeah, it's six. yeah, it's six. Uh, I'm thinking we did great. Good job. How many rich people were missing? So six. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And King Charles is like, how much of the city burned down? Uh, all of it. Oh, okay. Pretty that's all great. It. How many people died? Six. Just oh, six. We did great. We did wonderful job. Good job. Wonderful good job. job. We good job, everybody. Good job. Applause all around. Samuel, yeah. you especially, looking at you. Where did he go? I'd like to welcome my new queen, by the way. She gave me my new golden bucket. Mm-hmm. And by she, I mean he. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're gay now. Uh, so... If that wasn't bad enough, tons of homeless people died later in that winter in their camps before the homes were rebuilt sure. from the cold weather and Aye. stuff. After the fire, people are pissed and they yeah. wanted a scapegoat. So when, I'm thinking Bloodworth. It went if no, okay. he's fine. He went fine. on to do like serve in Parliament for like All ten right. more years. Well, Mister Pudding Man is not going to go well. I think no, he's oh, no. fine too. Uh, after the fire, people were pissed and wanted a scapegoat. So they uh, went after French watchmaker Robert Oh, Huber. out of nowhere. What's this? He, oh, who, right. He Xenophobia. Con- <laughs> I know. Well, and he confessed to the fire. What? So they hung him, despite oh. the fact that he was mentally unfit for trial. Mm. Because people really want to blame someone, right? Sure. So he's hung, and later it was revealed. Was he? Yeah, he was hung. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they hanged him. <laughs> you can be hanged and hung at the same time. <laughs> oh man, it's such, such a tragedy. They hanged him. I know. He's so, he was well so hung. hung. <laughs> it's so awful when they hang a hung one. He's teabagging me from up there. <laughs> it's such low hangers. Oh my god. So. I know, it's terrible. Mm. But they revealed that he couldn't have started a fire since he was on a boat coming to England two days at, like, the, like he didn't arrive until two days after the fire well, started. Well, evidence that could have been useful a couple of days ago. Yeah, I know. Okay. Now, the Dutch, as we know, are still at war with England. They're happy about the fire. Sure. Because apparently they, they thought it was karma because the English burned down a Dutch town. Like, they burned it down. Mm. And they burned down a fleet of merchant ships. Okay. So the Dutch are like, yeah, fuck yourself. They're not so much crying Yeah, over they're like, yeah, you shitheads. Mm-hmm. The French king was uh, happy in secret because he was afraid of the English Navy and this meant that, like, a fight was less likely. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah. and But he did publicly send supplies to help the poor people. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't really want to fight them. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to fight with the Dutch, even though he's their ally. He's like, I don't really want to fight. Mm-hmm. But, like, so I'm going to be nice. I am happy that your English army is devastated. Uh, but here are some Girl Scout cookies for you <laughs> to enjoy through the winter. Oh, thank you are God. welcome. I am the sun god. I'm so cold. <laughs> Good luck. Wrap yourself in the boxes from the cookies. <laughs> so he did, however, try and get his fleet to join with the Dutch during this time. Because he's like, yeah, they're, they're not going to be able to get, catch me. But <laughs> we will never fight you, England. We love you and we wish the hope the best for you. Hey, Dutch, let's kill those motherfuckers. Yeah? <laughs> but they got caught by an English fleet and they sank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Charles II... <laughs> was still worried about a revolution, so he encouraged the homeless to move away and uh, helped set them up. Good ploy. He's like, goodbye. Uh He helped set them up with jobs and homes elsewhere. Okay. He he issued a proclamation that all cities and towns whatsoever shall, without any contradiction, receive the said distressed persons and permit them the free exercise of their manual trades, end quote. That's nice. Yeah. I think that's good. I mean, he he made the right choice. He's kind of stepping up here. He is stepping up. I mean, there's a lot of selfish motivation, but he's doing the right thing. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. They also set up a uh, fire court. To to put the fire on fire? (laughs) You want to blame somebody? Blame the fire. That's right. Dan right, yeah, I just, I, I, I really did burn down your town. It's true. Guilty. Clack. Um, what are you going to do? I'm just going to put me in jail? What's it made of? Wood? Oh. He's made of hot air. 
Well, it's all I made up to, so I can eat that up. Sploosh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> fire does not like to be sploosh. Very much unlike myself. So, basically the fire court was to help decide who was forced to rebuild and pay for the building, either the tenant or the ah. landlord. Ah. And now, here's the thing, like... Tenant? I know. Tenant? <laughs> Fuck you! What? So, like, if the tenant, I guess, caused a fire, then they would be responsible, but if the landlord was like, yeah, anyway, I don't know. Wow. It was weird back then. Yeah. They decided things like in a day, uh, which helped speed up the rebuilding process. Uh, yeah, okay. Here's how it went. Landlord. 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 Come on. <laughs> you own the building. It's your deal. <laughs> so they, that new layout of the city required that the streets be wider and things be more sanitary. Okay. And, in fact, we now reached a bright side. Hey! Yay! We've come through. We thought it was bright from the brightness of the fire. I but know. now it's... Really... 30 miles away. That's Yay! pretty bright. Pretty bright. Side, Yay! Yeah. So cool. Um, the city uh, bright was... side is the popcorn sales went through the roof. Through the roof! Yes. And, uh... So the city was rebuilt with a much better layout. I would which hope helped prevent more fires um, and outbreaks of illnesses such as the plague. All right, so we're looking at so one of the bright sides is like they learned how to fucking city plan after that, right? Yeah. Like they were like, okay, we can't have the buildings STDing each other yeah. all the time and very constantly good. fornicating. Uh huh. So some people even think that the fire helped purge the rest of the plague rats and fleas to help oh. get rid of the epidemic. Well, from sure, the year people prior. died. I mean, oh, vermin yeah. quite certainly did. Yeah. Sure. I mean, because like, they think about it, like, people also or died did they? from... It sounds like the rats would probably run a hell of a lot faster than the people <laughs> who were, like, trying, but I can't leave without my thermos. Well, I'm, I'm closing the gate. <laughs> also, but the rats are like, fine, I'm very small. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the fleas are like, whatever, I'm even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> but, and here's the thing, though. The plague decreased everywhere, not just in London after this, so that's why they think the fire didn't have that big of an impact on the okay. end of the plague. But it could have. Yeah. So, Rebuilding took about 30 years and gave many people jobs and a new life. Sure. Because it's like they had stuff to do. They'd... So this is where we come to the third part of our adventure. Okay. <laughs> Wait, On November what? 9th, 1666, another fire broke out near Westminster at the guardhouse next to White House Palace. No. Yeah. <laughs> HistoryExtra.com. Charles it. is like, but I did everything right. <laughs> he made note of the special bonus after the, the fire. <laughs> but because people were on high alert after this fire, it would be out by 10. Oh. They put it out right away. All right. They're, and, like, but, they're like, shut it down. But I wanted to... Um, but say that Pepe's was like, he, he came in real fast to yeah. say this. <laughs> he made note of how a lady fell into quote fits of fear. Oh, those women quote. again! <laughs> no women being hysterical. You should have just pissed on it, mate. Oh uh, yeah, maybe that's how they put the second one out. I know. And they were like, you know what, Bloodworth might have had a good idea. He might have been right, actually. Yeah. So one last bright side of this fire, mm-hmm. people were on their A game after this. Night. Yeah, I imagine. I like. I, I think that firefighting techniques perhaps were improved because of this. Yeah. So we learned, and we learned how to plan a city better. Right. Right. We learned firefighting techniques yep. from this, and we learned a little bit of hygiene, hygienic, like like not putting people so much on top of each other. Right. <laughs> what do you mean, man? I get sick being this close. <laughs> Do you know that, that people can't see you pressed up against me like this? Well, I just assumed that they knew. No. <laughs> I'm a visual you did, artist. You did it to me and I had no idea. Yeah, but you're on a podcast right now. <laughs> oh, what? Jason. I can't hear you. I'm Jason T. Gaffney. Look at you. You're adorable. I'm winning. Yeah. Well, that's uh, this has been a roller coaster. Yeah. You know what? After we recorded uh, last week's, I want to actually revisit a little bit of Brightside from last time, too. Okay. Because there is a theory that was advanced that um, because of the plague, so we were at the plague last week, because of the plague, the people who survived the plague, right, were then genetically predisposed to being healthier people. Correct. Right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that last yeah, week? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay, so, and then specifically in other plagues, like uh, like HIV, you know, that there is, like, there's a group of people who are like naturally uh, immune. immune to it, yeah. you know, and it couldn't that and that group of people could come out of stuff like this, like you know, yeah. have been like survived situations in this in like the past. Their descendants have or forefathers. Oh, okay, so like that they're stronger yeah. against HIV yeah, exactly. because like the people, of the plague. Exactly, the people who have a natural immunity to things now 
are probably descended from people who had that kind of uh, ability in the past. I wonder if that's people... Or, or lived through it and gen- and their genetics changed because of right, sickness. Right, right, yeah. I wonder if there's like people who are like, oh, I'm dying of the plague, but if I survive, my, my spawn will be much healthier. Right, because you could get it and live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which they is were, insane. You had they, to be super strong. They actually said that they don't know how many people got it and sure. lived because they only tallied the death. Right. The dead. Right. And they were wrong. They knew that they were wrong about a certain number of the dead because they, their people weren't counted. And so if you think about that, it's like probably a ton of people got it and didn't die. Right. Because and those people are, you know, super beings now. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the original race from that Ridley Scott movie. What is it? Never mind. <clears throat> the one that was like, anyway. Journey to the Center of the Earth? No, no. It was the prequel to all the aliens. When Prometheus. Oh. They're like Prometheus people. Oh, okay. Like that. That's they're, they they walk among us, unless they're Sam and Peppies, in which they zip around real fast. Yeah, among us. or they're the bucket guy who walks in us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it splooshes on us. Guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get this bucket. Oh, it's in the bucket. Splooshing on you. Splooshing it now. Uh, I'm, I'm filling it with water right now. Are you yeah. ready? It's because you're gonna get splooshed. Wet t-shirt contest and splooshed. <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> We certainly hope that you feel that you have won today. Yes. Thanks for joining us on the bright side. Yes, thank have you. Have a great day. Have a super day. You 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 have a, you're a super person. Oh. No. Oh. I survived the plague. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just Keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.